Welcome to Pata Baba. I'm your host, Max. I'm your host, Sam. And we're just two brothers that love Star Wars. Uh, let's jump right into the news. Uh, first things first, um, Star Wars video games are now going to be published under one name, Lucasfilm Games, which is uh, more similar to what they used to be as uh, LucasArts. Yeah, Max, what do you think about this branding change? I'm excited before... Um, when Disney bought Lucasfilm, they also did a new video game contract exclusively with EA, Electronic Arts. And I know people online, and honestly, myself too, I think like kind of disappointed with how that turned out. The first Battlefront they put out in 2015 was kind of a flop. And then... It was a flop in that it sold millions and millions of copies. It sold millions and millions of copies, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't good. Like, and you could like yeah. solo is a flop but it made 100 million dollars well solo didn't make enough money as a movie for it yeah. didn't make back its budget right. but i mean like it, it wasn't it wasn't what anyone wanted like it, it yeah it, it was kind of at the peak of video game controversy like there was this era where huge like triple a developers with like millions and millions of dollars would put out unfinished games and then later um put out like DLC that you had to pay for. So the game when it launched was $60 and you'd had to buy a $60 season pass, which let you get like the five DLCs, which would actually make it like a complete game. So people were really upset about that, honestly, justifiably um, pretty messed up. And it's the first Star Wars game we had, like it's the first Battlefront we've had in a long time. Um, but then shortly after that in 2017, I think uh, Battlefront 2 came out, which was even a bigger kind of uproar because people are like, okay, they, maybe they learned their lesson for this first one. Where they're not going to do a DLC. And they said that they weren't going to do DLC, but instead they swapped it out for microtransactions. Um, so like you had to pay money to unlock Darth Vader, which is like one it's person like ever came for a video it. game like shouldn't it just come with darth vader yeah it's a, it's also not like a ten dollar video game it's a sixty dollar game so it should come like with what they advertise they eventually fixed that and actually put in a lot of good stuff into that game but then they they pulled the plug on it pretty recently and it's just kind of in a bad state so personally i'm excited to see different um different developers get a crack at star wars i think ea did do a good job i think battlefront 2 is in its current state is very fun i don't think there's quite enough content for me um and there's just I mean, there's like smaller things i'd fix but the last two star wars games that put out um star wars squadrons and star wars jedi fallen order i think have been some of my favorite games i have definitely played in recent memory if not uh ever star yeah. wars squadron is like a high intensity um starfighter only like deathmatch game um with like some really cool elements and like gameplay is really creative and it's hard i feel like a lot of times like big movie games are really easy um it's kind of nice that they took like it's it's more of a simulation it's nice that they took like a like a serious approach to it and then fallen order is a 
Um, it's a Soulsborne game, and Soulsborne are a, a brand, I guess, a video game uh, from the Dark Souls series. It's like a high, it's like it's a hard to play, like sword fighting game, where, and you, you're as a Jedi, and it's honestly, I think it's really fun. I loved it. Um, so the yeah. last two games have been really good. Yeah, I just started playing Squadrons uh, since our last uh, episode we recorded, and who oh boy, is that game fun on a bun? Uh, it's just, it's like a flight simulator, but it's in star Wars and it's very technical. You've got to shift your energy management across your star fight. It's, it's crazy. It's super mm -hmm. nerdy, super cool, but, uh, more star Wars video games are cool by me for sure. Still haven't started Fallen order yet, but Maxie got that for Christmas and I'm excited to play that one soon. Mm -hmm. Once I get the hang of squadrons. Um, part of this new deal that they announced is Ubisoft is coming out with an open world star Wars game. Um, uh, Indiana Jones game from Bethesda Studios who make uh, the Elder Scrolls game, Skyrim or Fallout. They're a huge developer, uh, which actually just got purchased by Microsoft. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and then, so we'll likely have a new Battlefront. So EA is still going to be able to make games. That's it's no longer like an exclusive title, but they're not going to drop them because honestly, they are a good developer. Um, like gameplay wise, I think business wise is where they really kind of flounder. It's funny how capitalism ruins everything. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but yeah, Battlefront 3. So there's been some chatter among uh, some of the Battlefront 2 developers on Twitter, Oops. as well as voice actors from Battlefront 2 getting back together to, to work on a new project. And they've been posting some cheeky stuff online. So it's looking like we're probably going to get a third Battlefront game or some sort of new Star Wars shooter in that world. Mm -hmm. uh max you know you and i go go way back with the battlefront series all the way back to 2004 2003 when we played the original battlefront um 20 years ago now can you believe <laughs> it Oof. uh but uh what do you want from uh battlefront 3 maxi um so i would love i've been really enjoying like the um the more detailed components of squadrons. I think that has been really fun. I'd love to see kind of like, so Battlefront is also produced by DICE who makes the Battlefield games, which is a large scale, like a first person shooter game. So I'd like to see kind of more of a focus on like the large scale battles instead of these like uh, mission types in Battlefront 2, there, there are two game modes. One was more like the classic Battlefront 2, like capturing command posts and like slowly fighting on a large map with no like clear directive. The other main game mode, which is the focus at launch was um, Galactic Assault, I think is what it was called. And it was like, um, it was more like you're a stormtrooper on the Battle of Endor. Now go take this shield generator. All right, advance to the next part. Oh, you're having a webcam issue. It just does that every 15 minutes. Okay. Um, so what I'd like to see is something more like uh, just fighting in a large field or like a large map. Um, there's this other game called Squad. It's, and they have a, it's a military simulation game and there's a community of modders that created a, like a really high detail Star Wars mod and it looked really cool. Just like small sale squad combat with like a lot more realistic like cannon fire and like everything is like playable. So I think it'd be really kind of cool to see that. And then like, you know, have like X-Wings and stuff flying around too. Something that like, uh, like a more interactive environment, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, we will see. Yeah, for, I would love to see 
what I, all I want is, and we'll see if they do this, but the back in the olden days, back in like 2006, seven, they were working on a different Battlefront three for like the Xbox mm -hmm. 360 or whatever. And the early development videos that leaked from that showed the video game where you could fight on the ground, hop into a spaceship and fly into space and fight in space. And you could go back into the ground and fight on the ground. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. That course, would be the coolest outcome. Of course, now I don't even know if I even want another spaceship game because I just feel like Star Wars Squadrons has everything I've ever needed from a Star Wars space game. Would you like it if they took Star Wars Squadrons controls and then put it in Battlefront? I would like that now that I know Star Wars Squadrons, but then mm. it's, that'd be cool. Sure. I don't know if they could do that, but that'd be I sick. Think they, I think they could. I mean, they... The uh, Battlefield Three, which was out, you know, for PS3 and Xbox 360, it had like pretty detailed flight controls, and they could definitely work something in with that. Like Dice is familiar with putting ships in a and like flying things within a, a ground setting. Yeah, well then let's see it happen. I would, I would love that. Uh, so an open world Star Wars game coming up from it's so it's pronounced Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Ubisoft? I always thought it was it's, Ubisoft. I believe okay. it's Ubisoft. No, I think I, you're I, right. I was, um, if you're not familiar with their work, they make the Assassin's Creed games and uh, Watch Dogs. They, they focus on um, open world. So I, I could see them pulling off something good. Yeah, uh, what would you want to see? For, what kind of video game would you want from an open world Star Wars game? That's what I don't know because... What we're gonna get, I bet, is a Bounty Hunter remake, because I know that it would sell millions. Um, and you could probably just reskin Assassin's Creed engine with Django Fett or or the Mandalorian. Um, I don't know what I would want. I don't. I think like a Coruscant kind of thing would be fun. But then mm -hmm. again, like the point of Star Wars, like the real appeal is like planet hopping. Mm -hmm. Um. And they have been doing a lot of RPG stuff lately. Like the last few Assassin's Creed games have been a lot more focused on like character building and like doing like player choice. So maybe yeah. we could see a Knights of the Old Republic remake or something along those lines. Cause Bioware, I think their last couple games have been flops um, critically and commercially. So I could see them, you know, Ubisoft taking a crack at that. And I think that'd be kind of cool. I've never actually gotten into those games. They've just been kind of dated at this point for like too dated for me to get into. Have you, you've played some of them, right? Uh, Assassin's Creed's games? No, Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, like years and years ago. And okay. I didn't get that far into it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, for me, what I would want is just like, and I want this out of any video game. It's just a video game with some half decent writing. <laughs> Hot take here, but I don't think there's a video game that exists with good writing. Uh, like we, maybe Mass Effect 2 was kind of close. What was the last video game you played? Star Wars Squadrons. Before that, like single player game. Uh, Doom Eternal. <laughs> okay, you're... <laughs> every, look, I, every, I, I just think video game writing is... is yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a cultural issue within the video game industry. And a lot of that ties to, in my opinion, the fact that video games are made by engineers rather than artists. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people that get into these positions where they can write video games, they get there uh, by being video game developers first or being in that world. And just the, the, the standards for a good video game story is so much lower than the standards for a good movie story. Mm -hmm. um, 
that said, I think it would be awesome if Star Wars is really, you know, the Star Wars people are serious about this to put their best writers or whatever in charge of, put that Lucasfilm story group in charge of making this video game decent. And because uh, I just can't play these games where you talked to, like, I tried playing Skyrim and like that game seems pretty cool, but like you got to talk to people. And when they talk, it sounds like garbage. Well, that's not writing, that's voice acting. Yeah, but the writing sucks too. The voice okay. acting sucks. Too. Yeah, what's the deal with voice actors? Can we talk about voice actors for a minute? Um, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. You guys heard of this? Heard of voice actors? Have you heard of voice actors? Why do we hire? Why are, do they get hired ever? Why don't you just hire someone who's good at regular acting who doesn't overact? Because every voice actor I hear overacts. This is why Pixar has like Jamie Foxx instead of voice actors for their movies because mm-hmm. people who can actually act. Uh, no disrespect to voice actors, but it's like, it's just overacting. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um... Their a counterpoint to that, I know that Skyrim also is weird because there are like five voice actors in the entire game. Um, yeah. The last single player game I played was Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. And that honestly, like I know I'll say a game is good and you're like, it sucks. Um, that one had like actually an interesting story. I thought the characters were good. There was definitely, there were some really kind of clunky cliches and like just bad parts. But like generally the conflict between the main character and the villain who it's like a slow burn into like a kind of a bigger falling out of between these two characters. And I think that part is really good. Like there's some side characters that are just kind of pointless and stupid, but like, I think video game writing can be good. I think it's possible. Yeah. I I haven't played red dead yet. Uh, I have it. uh, So I should try playing it one day. Um, One might also be different because it's not like, a part of the story is oh now you have the new shotgun like the game plays itself it's more just like watching a show or a movie kind of unfold or just a story unfold like there's no like now that you've done this you can double jump like kind of gameplay added on like everything so i think that kind of allows it to not get too kind of gummed up in this in the plot like to make things make sense because it is very realistic gotcha Cool. Well, I'm getting bored talking about video games. So let's move on to movies and TV shows, Star Wars. Uh, what else is new, Maxi? We got a deadline just reported uh, in the last week that Michael Waldron, who is known for his work on Rick and Morty as a writer and producer, uh, and who was picked up to write Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness for Marvel, and most recently is uh, the writer on the new Loki TV show. He just got picked up to be the writer for Kevin Feige's Star Wars project that should be coming out and in 2025 or 2027. Who is Kevin Feige? Kevin Feige is the guy that runs Marvel Studios. And Kevin mm-hmm. Feige, a year or two ago, was picked up to produce, not direct, but produce a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie for Star Wars. So uh, there's some news. Uh, Max, what do you think of Rick and Morty? I think it's funny. Um, it's not, it's not my number one show. I, I, we, we started watching it because we heard Dan Harmon made it. He made Community. We're both big community heads. Big community fans. Um, right and this is back like before it was big. Yeah. So I think that kind of made me like it more because sometimes like, people, I think people act like it's a smarter show than it really is. Um, it is a pretty smart like I like smart parts but like I've seen videos 
that it's like this character is wearing a red shirt in a reference to this 1984 obscure novel by this Russian author. It's like, no, it's not. And these are the same type of people that are like, English class is bad because like the English teacher is always pulling for stuff. I'm like, you're doing like, it feels like the exact same way. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, it's, it's a smart show. It's probably not as smart as the fans make it out to be. It's got it's the worst show fan about, base. It's a show about butts and farts and that's, it's fun. Like, yeah. I love butts and farts. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a, I, I like the show. I enjoy Rick and Morty. I find it funny. Me too. Yeah, I like Rick and Morty. Obviously the worst fan base in the world, but mm-hmm. here we are doing a Star Wars podcast. Yeah, so who are we to talk? Um, <laughs> Do you uh, think this will be a Star Wars comedy? I, I hope it'll be funny. Um, I hope it'll be funny and crazy. Uh, but I have no idea what it's going to be about. I don't know that. Like, yeah, I have no idea. There's, Kevin Feige likes his jokes. Kevin Feige likes his quips and his jokes. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as I, I don't think any information about what the project could even be about has leaked yet. So mm-hmm. who knows? But uh, hopefully it'll be cool when I see it when I'm 30. It'd be great if the to bring back Lord and Miller for a second chance. Yeah. It's, not, Wait, it's so. 2020. Yeah, it'll be coming out in 2025 or 2027. So I'll literally be 30 or 32 <laughs> when it comes out. Uh Max, what do you th- let's let's get existential about this podcast now? Uh, do you want to still have a Star Wars podcast when you're 30? Um, depends on how much money we make. Mm, that's true. How much money have we made so far? Where? Let me check the numbers. Let me let's run pull some... up the numbers. Yeah, how many listeners do we got, and how much money are we making? Because I think that's what people want to know. Um, so where did it go? I rearranged my phone. So thanks to Anchor, this episode sponsor. We have made 30 cents. <laughs> so, okay, we've, we've been doing this for about a month. We've, we've only had two paid episodes, though. Okay, so two episodes, we make 15 cents per episode. We do this for 12, what's 12 times 15? Let me, let me get the numbers. Yeah, good thing, good thing we have a calculator to do 180. This. 180 cents. So if we, at this rate, by the end of the year, we'll make a dollar 80. Divide that by two. Not the end of the year. Next year. By the end of, by next year, by 2022, at this rate. Now, if we look at it exponentially, though, we went from zero to 30. So that that could be sort of a curve going upwards. That could uh, be a curve going upwards. Good. So hope, a, hope for a curve. Education. Yeah, hope we... <laughs> For the folks at home, uh, Sammy here went to art school rather than math school. Um, oh my gosh, one of our episodes. Nope. Never mind. Cool, I'll edit that out. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'll keep making a Star Wars podcast if it makes money. Um, but uh, yeah, cool. Also, how uh, much fun we're having. Yeah, I'm so tired. <laughs> I haven't slept in days. Um Star Wars. Other Star Wars news. Um, I think it was, was it a leak or confirmed that there will be another Ahsoka appearance, I think in the Bad Batch is what it's kind of hinting at. There's rumors of, there's rumors of another, so there was going to be a sequel show to Rebels that was going to be animated. Yes. Um, 
and they want to finish Ahsoka's story. But because of the success of the Mandalorian, they're like, well, we've got to make a Mand- an Ahsoka live action show. And the question is, will that show finish Ahsoka's story in live action? Or does her story need to be finished in animation being played by that uh, Ashley Eckstein actress or whatever? Um, so there's a question, is, is there going to be another animated show to, f- to continue Rebels? Because if this Ahsoka show, which is being targeted for everyone, is just a sequel show to Rebels, I'm not going to know what's happening because I haven't really watched Rebels. And if I do know what's happening, they're going to have to do some legwork to make me like these characters because mm-hmm. I didn't like anyone in that show uh, because voice actors um, and writing. Um, God, I'm going... I'm, editing. I'm, I'm never... <laughs> That's called editing. <laughs> you know, at this rate, I'm never going to get to make a Star Wars show if I keep shit-talking these terrible actors. You can do um, a Star Trek show, or like Battlestar or something. Battlestar <laughs> Galactica, that'd be cool. I'd do Battlestar. No, what I really... Yeah. Um, what do you... I mean, if she does appear, I feel like it's, she's going to pop up in uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch, which is a Clone Wars sequel mm-hmm. about a handful of clones that were in one arc. Um, and that's, I, I think that's the next Star Wars thing coming out. So we're going to have to watch that. Um, it's set shortly after Revenge of the Sith. Um, yeah, and the dawn of the Empire. Could be interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't like the Clone Wars all that much. I yeah. don't watch Rebels. Um <laughs> We can't both say at the same time. <laughs> I'm just like this you episode's can't, really sinking it. in how much Star Wars there is and how I'm just like like it's getting hard for me. At to least care. we got a job for life. We're never gonna run out of stuff. Um, what was I saying? So it's likely that we'll get Ahsoka again. Sam, what do you think of potentially? an extra Ahsoka appearance. So then we would have her in Clone Wars, Rebels, Mandalorian, the Ahsoka TV show, maybe the Bad Batch, and then technically the Rise of Skywalker. It makes me be like, wow, she sure was available to a lot of characters during the time where it would have been helpful to have Darth Vader's apprentice hanging out. Yeah, she's Um, also not like some... Like when I heard that she left the Jedi Order in Clone Wars, I was like, oh, she's never, she's disconnected from the Force. No, she still fights for like the Republic. She's still a Jedi in everything but name, which kind of pissed me off. She just, I don't know. I think Ahsoka's like an interesting character. I think her, she, I would have liked her better if she did like her story ended with the clone wars she disappeared before revenge of the sith like they don't mention her at all because i know it's a prequel but like yeah well yeah that's the thing is it's like why why isn't this character this character who's clearly a super badass couldn't help out at all obi-wan didn't mention her like hey go see yoda and then also this super powerful swordsman ahsoka who can also like yeah, that boy's our last hope. It's like they put all their last hope in Luke and Leia, who were like were like chumps who didn't know shit. Yeah. And like they had Ahsoka just like chilling. Just chopping people up. Who they knew already. They like she was they, part of the rebels. She was close friend. Yeah, she was it's like whatever. <laughs> uh the thing is, is George Lucas wanted Ahsoka to die um in Clone Wars. That was yeah. George Lucas's intent. And David Filoni wasn't wasn't about that. He pushed against that. 
which is uh, Dave Filoni's a, a very talented writer in many ways. Uh, and he's become a, a talented live action director in his time working on The Mandalorian and stuff. But um, his biggest weakness, as many fans will agree, is that he won't let his characters die. Uh, and starting to hurt the fabric of the Star Wars universe now that we know that Ezra the Jedi is alive, uh, Ahsoka's alive. I don't know, is Ganon, Canon, Kanan? I think he's dead. I okay, think he died. He died at the end of Rebels. I have no idea. Um, uh, but there's just all these fucking Jedi floating around. So, yeah, I was thinking this the other day. So we know of Obi-Wan, Yoda, Ahsoka. That's like three super powerful Jedi. They can take Vader easily. Maybe not easily, but Obi-Wan already beat Darth Vader. Yoda can definitely like just squish him to force. Then we have Cal Kestis, Canon, Ezra. We can find some fucking kids to just learn the force. <laughs> like we got a Jedi order. Like they didn't do anything. Like yeah, I mean, I guess there was a lot of Jedi and they killed a lot. And they killed a lot. It's hard to get together seven people to defeat the Emperor. I don't know. But like it's just it's it's the main thing is it just it feels like it cheapens the importance of Luke's journey. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, he wasn't really the last hope, was he? Yeah, and like there was a lot of people that were way better at this shit than he was. The irony of people like, oh, Luke's character didn't make any sense. Like he wouldn't just go into hiding when all these other fucking Jedi just disappeared. Yeah, to go into like hiding. The most Jedi consistent with the Jedi thing <laughs> they, they're all do is to, they, they all they all they all get upset and high. <laughs> That's like what you do as a Jedi. Yeah. Um, that being said, excited to see Obi Wan show. <laughs> excited to see Obi Wan's show. Excited to see it be like. Oh, and he met Darth Vader. Yeah, just and, kind of screwing with the canon. So yeah, just uh, this could actually this leads into my the next topic we're t discussing today is um, a new Star Wars book came out, Star Wars: The High Republic, Light of the Jedi. Um, a new by, era. A of new Star era. Wars: The High Republic era, which um, I've been reading it. I'm uh, over halfway through. This is also by. Um, Charles Soule, he wrote it. Um, so far, I really like it. I think it's actually pretty interesting. I think that, um, I think Star Wars is making a big mistake by not just, there's like an era where they've got a, a, a big bunch of Jedi. Why aren't we focusing on that instead of being like, ooh, there's another one escaped Order 66. Yeah. Or like, like before, like doesn't even have to be that long ago. It could be like 25 years before the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Like there were other conflicts. Like if you just want people killing stormtroopers, just make them look like stormtroopers. It doesn't matter. Well, that's what they do in the old Republic video games. Yeah. Is uh, they just have like discount stormtroopers from a thousand yeah. years ago. Cloud uh, my understanding is that at the end of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Cal Kestis doesn't die. But mm -hmm. I'm hoping that in the sequel games they make, he eventually gets killed off. Because that'd if, be cool. If they don't have the courage to kill off a single uh, one of these people, it's kind of like, wow. So you just really wanted to include the scene where you kill the kids and then everyone else survives. That's like kind of weird, man. Yeah. Kind of weird. Star Wars. What's your deal? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jedi die in this book actually pretty frequently. It's kind of cool. Like good. In, like. Kill uh, there's like one part where they just kind of crash into each other in a spaceship and they die or someone falls off a cliff and they die because they faint. Um, so far, I think this book is kind of like funny because it um, 
is StarCraft. The Jedi are now um, the Protoss from StarCraft, the alien race. They all have like a, a shared hive mind, essentially. Like one of them can tap into like all the Jedi's like minds. Uh, they all wear gold. They're very reminiscent of the Protoss. Uh, Protoss are from StarCraft too. They're like a super elite alien race. Um, I just think it's funny that it's like, just kind of like, they're very similar. I found it entertaining. Um, so the Jedi have a hive mind that they can communicate so with one another? One of the Jedi masters, Avar Chris, I re can't remember her name. Um, her like force thing is like, a, she can create like a, a link between everyone's mind. And then also, um, like tap into their force and make like a shared force. Um, like a Zoom chat. Like a Zoom chat users. or like a Goku spirit bomb from Dragon Ball Z. You know. You watch yeah. Dragon Ball Z? No, but I'm I've seen it. Oh, okay. Um yeah, it's kind of interesting. What is kind of fun though, there's this um literary theme, archetype kind of trait of there's like three factions in a lot of like popular fantasy and sci-fi. Um I think I can't remember the exact wording. It's like the familiar, the um, I can't remember this. The middle kind of no, like the like angelic or the and then the like the vile. So now, like example, like Lord of the Rings would be the humans, the elves, the orcs. Um, and Starcraft, the Starcraft, uh, Terran, Protoss, Zerg, like Halo, humans, Covenant the flood and now in this book it kind of introduces that same thing there's the republic the jedi and there's this new faction the nihil which are like the main villains and they're kind of like uh vikings essentially they they like raid and steal and have like coordinated like secret uh hyperspace paths which is kind of cool um i think they're pretty interesting villain it's not just like another government entity it's like a brand new thing that I, and as far as I know, it's totally new to Star Wars. They're still like of this earth. I, they're not like, um, not of this earth, but like of that universe. They're not like- uh, the, They're not like from outside the galaxy. Exactly, yep. That's um, they're still pretty cool though. I like, they're scary. They remind me a lot of, um, from what I've seen of Firefly, there's like their Reavers or whatever, just like that kind of like vicious, brand of space pirate like they're particularly cruel um so it's kind of cool and it's kind of nice to see something other than now there's like three sides that's cool I like yeah yeah that's cool connecting it to broader fantasy mm -hmm. it's true it's trope but it's a cool trope yeah. very cool um so far so good so far how far into the book are you um i'm on i think chapter 25 of 40 cool looking forward to your review um so does this mean that on this podcast you're going to read all the star wars books that no. come out are you going to read more star wars books um depending on how this one goes i might i don't know i'm not it's not like something i'm like dying dying to get at it's it's good what are you dying to I, get at what are you dying to cover in star wars podcast pada baba a new movie new movie all right, well, we'll have to keep making <laughs> podcasts till I'm 30 to get to that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've i never read a Star Wars book before, though, so this is actually my first one. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I, I used to read them. Stupid. I read a lot of the young adult stuff growing up. And um, really? I didn't yeah. Know. I read a ton of the Young Jedi Knight books. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe we'll get a new Jedi Academy game. Yeah. It'd be cool to see a video game that's, that's about not... um, what the hell's up with Luke after Return of the Jedi. I don't know. That's in Battlefront 2. He cuts up a bunch of bugs. That's true. The, the level was kind of fun. What do you think of Killer. the Old Republic? Oh, Ahsoka. I mean, the Old Republic. Uh, what about it? Like, is that something you'd like to see more of? Yeah, I mean, I'm just like... Uh, I just feel like I'd love to go into the future of Star Wars more and see what happens after this stuff. Uh, I don't know why they're so shy from that. Maybe go a thousand years in the future or something. Um, what do you think would be different? I don't know. I just like the idea of like anything could happen. Um, I'd love to see a Star Wars where we don't know what's going to happen and we don't know what this will lead to. Um, Cause right now this like high Republic stuff, um, like you've got young Yoda and you've got um, probably we're going to learn about Darth Plagueis and that new Star Wars show and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's like, this is cool. So how many years before episode one is the high Republic set? I can't tell. Um, it's definitely a bit. Yoda's around, but he's like 900, so that doesn't really cover much. Doesn't mean anything. It's a couple hundred. Okay. I mean, yeah, just curious. Um, it's. I think. I from what I gather, I think it's like 200, 100 years before. That's cool. It's. I don't know. It still feels about the same. It doesn't feel that different. Um, I mean, that Star Wars um, Spirits, what's it called? The anime show coming out. Oh, yeah. Star Wars. Uh, it's not Spirits. It's not Spirits. Visions. Visions. That's supposed to cover like from a thousand years before the movies to a thousand years after. So maybe we'll see some really cool stuff. That'd be cool. Like, It'd be cool to see the timeline get popped up with weird little stories here and there mm. like um another like big grand space opera sci-fi thing like mass effect i think it's kind of cool that you see they like discuss like how the time works it, like it moves in cycles like they were like that super advanced race back then and then like things died off i know they were like, killed off but like it's not like one species stayed dominant throughout like maybe in like a thousand years of star wars there's like the humans are wiped out they're not the superior thing that'd be cool and so like we're like yeah something something similar to that another i'd like to see something in star wars like all the humans are alien size or all the aliens are human size like chewbacca is the biggest one we know like what if there's a planet of like giants like actual giants and they have like spacefaring capabilities yeah why like, does huge warships. make snoke so tall i think that was an issue a cloning incident also i was reading about this and it seems like no one really knows that snoke knew about like didn't know he was a palpatine clone snoke he wasn't, didn't, wasn't he wasn't aware. being controlled yeah he was just he wasn't in on it but palpatine says that he's every voice that kylo ren ever heard in his head and that yeah. includes snoke's voice palpatine is also in fortnite like it 
it's bad. Like they did a bad job with that. But I, from what I understand, Snoke was not controlled by Palpatine and that Palpatine was worried that Snoke was going to become too powerful even for him. And then Kylo Ren killed him, so it didn't matter. Gotcha. Which is weird. I don't know where they discussed that. I think there's a lot of like Star Wars books or comics that I just don't know about. Yeah, well, there's also um, like the... Uh the adaptations of the movies that fill in a lot of details so the rise of skywalker adaptation filled in some details about that stuff um i was reading some some deets about that um yeah do you want to uh make fun of star wars theory um maybe not on the podcast it's also too mean no it's like too old that's true no one cares Um, no one knows who star wars theory is that listens to us that's true well no one listens to us that's not true we had 30 plays yesterday we had 30 plays yesterday yeah yesterday that's what I was saying or like let me see the, when it was on january 6th we had 30 plays like 30 plays accumulated total or like in one day 30 in that listen. day 30 plays Wow, okay, we gotta figure out what we're talking about this episode because people are listening. All right, folks, uh, Star just, Wars Baba. We've got, of- <laughs> their last episode has 14 plays. Anyway, that was only four days ago. Like we're, we're not, we don't not have people listening. And so it's not just our friends. I think we're starting to hit like air. Remember air? Yeah. Edit this out. This is like not, no one wants to listen to this. Uh, his boss listened to us and Aaron texted me and said that he really liked the show. Okay. Well, here's what I'd like to do then. What I'd, I'd love for the folks that you're listening to us, uh, get tell us about what you're thinking. What do you yeah. want from Padababa? Uh, we are at a point in Padababa's young history where we could go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to hear from us? Um, a listener, friend of the show, Will Carpenter, uh, asked us rank our Jedi, our favorite Jedi. Ooh, favorite Max He said top 10, let's narrow it down to top five. He said on appearance. Coolest looking Jedi. Coolest looking Jedi. Kit Fisto, Uh, number one. Number one, you're not even doing five to one, one to five. I'll I'll work my way there. I gotta gotta think about other Jedi. Um, Um, Are there any cyborgs? Cause I love a cyborg. I mean, Anakin. It's true, Anakin Skywalker is a Jedi for a while um luke luke max who's your favorite jedi based on appearance based on appearance i really like luke in a silly little black outfit with the silly little boots um, let's talk about luke skywalker's fashion why is oh. why why, is why he... has he got a drip why is he gonna flex so hard and keep changing outfits I like, I think the coolest looking Luke is Empire Strikes Back Luke, where he's wearing the gray uh, the cargo shorts bodysuit. Yeah, cargo shorts bodysuit with the blue yeah. lightsaber, and he's still carrying a gun. I think that's really cool. Um, why does he get such a shitty haircut before Return of the Jedi? Makes him look like a fucking dweeb. Because <laughs> he is a dweeb. He's, he's a little loser. Yoda cut his hair, he's just a little <laughs> mitts. <laughs> You want to choose off Good, the you're going to come to the first Yoda day of TV school, TV. you will. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Farm boy hair. Mm. 
go good length you have maybe we cut down a bit and it cuts off a little too much it's like, oh yeah uh, you know i think we should take this opportunity actually since we're talking about yoda see which one of us has a better yoda impression and okay. then we can do a poll on twitter uh winner has to buy beer next time i see you all right you're gonna buy me beer because you're older okay uh all right max let me hear you say fear leads to anger anger leads to hate hate leads to suffering can you say it again? Fear, fear leads, leads to, to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Can you go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll go first. <clears throat> fear leads to anger. <laughs> anger. <laughs> fear leads to anger. <laughs> anger leads to hate. <laughs> leads to suffering. Okay, let me, let me try again. Let me try again. <clears throat> Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Did yeah. I do the same line? Yeah. I forgot it. Dude, it's like four words. Anger. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate equals suffering. Hate leads to suffering. He doesn't yeah. change the verb. <laughs> it repeats it twice. It does it a third time. Yoda really fucks up the rule of three. He's like, fear comedy leads is... to love. Uh, hate comedy leads comedy equals... is best done in twos. Done um, twos and then a third random thing. <laughs> Almost threes. Um, um, anger or fear. Leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. <laughs> All right, that was really that was really good. Only a little Scooby Doo in there. Uh, let me try again. <laughs> hey, leads to anger. Rear anger. Raster Skywalker. Sucks. All right, let me try again. Okay. Why? Stop. I want to win. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. I used, I used to think I had a really good Yoda impression. Um, it's still better than my home star. Let's see your home star runner. Home star wanna. Home star wanna. For the Rest folks at peace. home who listening who don't watch Homestar Runner, go to homestarrunner.com and watch some cartoons. It's pretty classic. And then get back to us. Uh, after this episode, this is going to be a Homestar Runner podcast. Could nope. be interesting. Nope. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, they're not really releasing things for us to talk about, are they? Okay. Actually, I thought about my, my favorite Jedi is um, honestly based on appearance and skill is Dazak Storm. Dazak um, Storm is sick. So cool um he's yes only the brief appearance in mandalorian so i think now he's considered canon yeah uh, that's another awesome. jedi that survived so you know add that to the list but yeah but he he was sort of a he, he was sort of like a bounty hunter type too he was sort of like yeah. a bounty hunter jedi like maybe a little bit of a rogue the, yeah i mean it's it's all complicated now because you know of course he was a classic legends character that we're all big fans of uh, anybody who listens to the show knows we love Dazak Storm. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the question is, is Dazak Storm, where where does he lie in canon now? Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe we'll get that in like one of the Visions or like the Acolyte. 
or something yeah. kind of like leading up to that because he was kind of like the the gray jedi before like ahsoka you know it doesn't mean anything i guess yeah but, like, dalek storm's got got a complicated morality you know i've been thinking for a while uh for those of you new to the show uh an important part of the show is that I, as a filmmaker, would love to make a Star Wars movie, and mm-hmm. uh, Max, as my brother, doesn't believe in me. Uh, and I don't believe in you. <laughs> long ago, Max asked me what kind of Star Wars movie I'd want to make, and I've been thinking about. I think I want to make a Dazak Storm movie. You know, we That'd only got a brief glimpse of him in the background of that Mandalorian episode. Uh, I can't remember which one, but he was, of course, alley. in the background in uh, one of the crowd scenes in the prequels. So we know he's been kicking around a while. I'd love yeah. to see his story come to life. Yeah, that'd be great. I yeah. think we could, we could do some really kind of cool stuff like the, like both sides are kind of wrong. and mm-hmm. Dazzle Storm really, champion of gray morality. Yeah, <laughs> really kind of explore that. Yeah. Um, I'll, I mean, yeah. If yeah, Dazzle Storm, definitely number one coolest uh, number one Jedi. Yeah. Um, Kelly Oman <laughs> asked, rank the Jedi on which ones are gay? Not in canon, but by what the vibes. Yoda's got some gay vibes for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely got a Dumbledore kind of. He's got that going on. Um, I've seen a lot Finn, of people saying. Obviously. Yep, I've seen a lot of people saying Luke is now. Luke's not gay. Luke's. You don't think just, so? Uh, Luke's like probably asexual. Yeah. Um, okay. Have you ever uh, seen the video of uh, George Lucas like flipping out at uh, Seth Green over Mara Jade? No. There's this video where uh, one of the robot chicken writers is like, so George, uh, I love your, your work uh, when you created Mara Jade. He's like, I didn't invent Mara Jade. Get out, get out. It's a joke, but it's funny to see George Lucas act. Mara um, Jade's dumb. Whatever. Um, whatever. Whatever, Mara Jade's gay. Uh, Cara Dune's not a Jedi, but Cara Dune's gay. Yeah. I just realized recently that she had like a little rebel insignia as like a teardrop tattoo. That's stupid. I don't like that. It looks dumb as hell. Um, <laughs> Max Gorman, Cara Dune hater number one. I don't, I don't think she's very interesting. Do, do we think that Cara Dune's coming back from Mandalorian season three? Maybe before, but now she's been pretty pro capital riots. So. Oh, to, let's fill us in on this. Let's talk a little bit about Gina Carano and uh, the controversy there. So she's the actor that plays Cara Dune before Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Um, before she was kind of on Rocky Waters, people didn't love her. She was, I think she was pretty back the blue, anti-mask, anti-vax. I think recently, well, she... I don't show she left Twitter, but I think she focused her attention on Parler or Parlay. Um, Parler. Parler. Which is, but that's French for to talk. So Parlay. Gotcha. I, yes, this the French podcast show we're on. Um, on Parler, which is like the alt or the far right Twitter. I, I know that she went there. Um, and I'm pretty like I've seen her talking about being pro capital riots. Uh, Let's pull this up. It's very likely that Lena, that's the last we see of her. <laughs> but you never know with Disney, they're fine with the Punisher logo on everything. So that's true. Uh, wow. Uh, I, I mean, I can't find it, but I, I wholly believe it. Um, 
So yeah, do you think? Oh they wow. Would... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so choice tweets from uh, Gina Carana. Oh, these are things that she liked. Uh, she likes some tweets. Uh, pretty damning as well <laughs> yeah she liked to tweet that the day before the riots said tomorrow will be interesting let freedom ring american flag emoji uh she liked one that said god bless america with a picture of the rioters she liked one that says uh pray for our capital police they have families like everyone else be smart which i, I mean whatever um she did like america does not have a systemic racism problem america has a violent leftist extremism problem and you are more likely to be assaulted for being a Trump supporter than your race in America today. Um, yeah, so Gina Carano is- in it. In she's in it. it. <laughs> she's in pretty deep. She's, she's uh, pretty cute. far right. I could see her. Yeah, she's in Q. I could see this. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they brought her back for a season for season two, to be honest. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if she makes it into season three uh, or if she even makes it into, it seems like they were setting her up to be a star of Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah. Uh, now it's like, will she even be in that? Um, so good questions. Uh, but the lesson to us all is just be smart with your Twitter, people. It's just like, don't, don't like, don't, don't like insurrection. You just, don't gotta post. You don't gotta post. You don't gotta know. Like, like if you see a post that's calling for an insurrection of our government, just don't, don't do like it. it. Don't like, like it. I know you're, it's nine to five. It's five o'clock. You ready to go home? You loosen your tie. You flip open your phone. Don't post though. Born to post. Just We've don't all post been there. We've just don't post. There. Now, do you think they'd recast her or just blow up her character? I don't know. I'm down. They'd probably just make her disappear because she didn't. She didn't really have an arc or anything. She had big gun. She had a big gun, and she said, "Son of a mud mud scupper." Uh, I want to. I want to get a little. <laughs> Uh, you said this the tattoo. Phrase, remember the tattoo. Yeah, the tattoo. <laughs> you said this phrase a couple minutes ago. You said she's in rocky waters. Last week you said something else like this that she's in <laughs> like misty waters. The phrase <laughs> is she's in stormy waters. Uh, you keep being like, oh, and her ship wasn't steered straight that night. And stuff. it's the phrase is. You know what they said? The lighthouse's bulb needed to be changing. <laughs> Not the brightest lighthouse bulb in the lighthouse box. Um, the lighthouse uh, box. Uh, Max, can you do an impression of Ray again? I never knew there was so much life out there, love. Um, then the old lady, can you say who are you? Who are you? Oh, it's me. It's Ray Skywalker. Huh? Wow, it's like Daisy Ridley's right in front of me, but uglier. Um, it's me. I, I am pretty cute. You're pretty cute. Thank you. Got those curls. Um, I need Ray Buns. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Just a nice little short podcast this week, catching you up on Star Wars news. Really looking forward to the future of Star Wars video games and Star Wars movies and TV. Max? If you have anything you'd like to see in the show, um, any burning Star Wars questions, anything you'd like us to discuss, or like uh, if you think what characters would do this, what would do that, or like behind the scenes or within like the Star Wars universe, please let us know. You can uh, DM us on Twitter. That's at Padababa, name of the show. Don't uh, DM though, just reply to us yeah, publicly. Reply to We'd us. love to, let's get some engagement numbers going up, you know? Mm -hmm. If you are too shy to ask a Star Wars question, uh, you can DM us. 
we'll do the embarrassing part for you. Um, but as always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm your host, Max. I'm your host, Sam. And we're two brothers who love Star Wars. <laughs>